We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Happy Monday. Out there. Certainly a happy one for Lucas Glover. Um... What a story for Lucas Glover, who was your FedEx St. Jude champion after winning the playoff out of TPC Southwind. Um, John was just telling me a little bit about Lucas Glover's story as we came on. And I have a great deal more respect than I did even after his win, uh, after being informed of his story. We'll get into that a little bit uh, today, certainly. Good day for him. Uh, good day for the Americans, you know. To have gone to Spain and knocked off, yeah, yeah, a Luka Doncic itch, which, yeah, whatever. They didn't have him, but made quick work of them. And then took care of the number one team ranked in the world yesterday, Spain. Jaron Jackson, Santi Aldama, a lot to get to with that. And then we had NFL football. I also come back, and John, is there a chance the Pac-4 could join the AAC? You're our realignment, man. I don't know. I, I saw some rumblings about that, but I don't know. Were they from a credible person, or was it just like one of those? Athletic talked about it as an option. That's pretty credible to me. Yeah, like one of like if, their only things they can do. Well, if the ACC continues to say no to right. Cal and Stanford, right. what are your options, Mountain West or AAC? Yeah, that's a tough one there. Uh <laughs> That's brutal. But they got to play somewhere. More money in the American? That's right. You know it's all about money. That's right. So, yeah. If it's a choice between the two, maybe there's a chance. Yeah. Um, look, I don't know in terms of, league. you know, I think ideally they would like to not have to join those leagues. Of course they would. And that people would join them because they you keep the, uh, I think there's like a, a clause where you keep the AQ status, you know, if you have like six members. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think ideally they would like to just do that, but I don't think that because of the exit fees and things like that, I don't think it will be a reality for them um, in 2024. I mean, I just don't, I just don't see well, people you, leaving, you know, paying ten, fifteen million dollars to leave plus, you know, for a, a league that probably is going to die anyway. Maybe you're probably right. I think I think it was like I, I read it was like two. You can you can operate with six members for two years. You have a grace period. And keep your AQ status, but then, uh, then you lose it. So, but they don't even want to be there. No, nobody wants to be there. It's a, it's an absolute disaster. Yeah. You're, so you're talking about trying to build something on a foundation. Got yeah. The biggest program still left wanting out. And again, no media deal. So that's and that and you couldn't get a media deal when you had the entire game Correct. together. 
So I, I just got the apple. I just think uh, I think it's 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 not looking good. It's a, it's a grim outlook for those schools. They're going to have to p- pick their poison. Whether it's you know doing the Mountain West thing, which is kind of like joining Little Brother over there, or uh, AAC, which is like probably not in line at Come all. On. I mean, you're Rice it Tulane. Me. You I asked mean, me a couple of weeks ago, what should Oresco do? I was like, well, what can yeah. they do? Look at it. Look at it. Maybe be proactive. Rice and Tulane are, you know, similar academic profiles, I guess you would say. Like, if you're trying to make a case for Stanford and Cal. Yes. The rest of it is uh, <laughs> UTSA and, you know. That's all right. UAB. Oh, buddy. Brutal. East and West. Yes. Divisions. That, I mean, look, you, you, you only have so many options. So um, it is what it is. We got respect burgers that are going to be handed out today. Looking forward to that. Uh, we'll do that at 1 o'clock. And then at 125, Jason Fitz is going to join us. And we'll talk about all of this uh, U.S., NFL, NFL, all that and more uh, with him at 125. But And, Brad, I'm going to read these off because we, we put these together right before the gun here. Uh, but let's do a little thing we call cap or no cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now, it's cap. I'm going to say cap. For no cap. I'm going to say that that's no cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. All right. The United States will plow through the FIBA World Cup. Is that cap or no cap? Well, it's cap. They're not going to plow through, and I think we saw signs of that yesterday. Uh, Ten-point win over Spain, and at one point, Spain had walked you down after, what was it, a ten-point lead to half, somewhere around there. Spain walks you down. Now, a lot of that is there. You're playing there. The energy there, reminiscent of the Tigers and the Dominican, just in terms of how much the crowd wanted it, how you were the, uh, you know, I mean, technically you were the underdog in this game if you if you look at the world rankings. Uh, but the fact that you're out there against the, you know, it's Santi Aldama coming out. It's the Hernan Gomez brothers. Yep. Yeah, in the end, you expect. I'm like John. When you're watching it, you expect to win against that team, and you certainly did a day before against uh, Slovenia when you knocked off Doncic. But for that part, I mean, you had a game, and so to think that you're just going to plow through and beat everybody by 30, as we've sort of seen before yesterday, I just think I think that's cap. That said, I feel better about their gold medal chances than I did going into. Into the game, you know. I'll be honest. You and I are texting. I'm like, this team's going to lose in the gold medal game. You know that that the last week after this weekend, I feel better about their their yeah. chances of winning gold, and particularly because of the guy I told you about, Jalen Brunson, who mm-hmm. you hate. Well, I don't hate. Stop, I just, stop hating on him. I just look what he did. I just think there are situations where he is better suited as a starter, and then there are others where he is better suited as the sixth man. Halliburton is still doing his thing. Yeah, from the spot that he's in, but he was not yeah, super effective doing, yesterday. But it wasn't it's it was, double digit assists every yeah. time he plays. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But you're still getting enough of both of them where I don't think you have to yeah. necessarily pick and go into anyway. But Brunson, what, what are we talking about? He's fantastic. Didn't miss a shot. Did not miss a but, shot. But I, I'll get to it later. But he, I, I thought he was fantastic. What are we talking about here? Jaron Jackson Jr. continues to be yeah. their best. I mean, three blocks, Just active. Uh, an absolute. Second leading score yesterday. for them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's actually, really good. I, I had a nice setup going yesterday. I had uh, I was out of my buddy's pool, and we had the golf tournament on, and then we had the, we were watching the, uh, the, the U.S. men's game. Uh, no, an international friendly that was in Spain, by the way. I mean, this was a road environment, if ever there were one. Um, number one ranked team, as you said, in uh, in Europe here in FIBA, and uh, and the United States was up ten at the half, 
Spain made a very nice run. I think they were up as many as four there in the third. Santiago put them up. And then the United States just locked them down. Anthony Edwards, like, no questions asked. He's an Olympian. Like, I know we've already said that, but he just continues to prove that there is no – he's leaving no room for well, doubt. He's the X factor to me. He has a big gold medal game. You're winning. Yes. And, and like – Because he can lock in on both ends, really. And no question. Um, you know, I think there's just – there's. The United States always just finds a way to get enough from somebody in a, in a big moment. Yeah, a, too many good players. That's what Steve Kerr said after the it's game. It's just true. Just uh, more good players <laughs> than them. Exactly right. That's I mean, going to be the case. I thought Spain sort of showed the blueprint with how you beat them, mm-hmm. um, which is you really like you drain the shot clock. You run. Don't let them sets, get out of transition. You don't turn the ball play. over because when you, I mean, there's no. That is how they win and lose games, right? Like the United States is amazing in transition on offense, and they are amazing in transition on defense. Like, you're not beating them that way. You're going to have to muck that up, and you're going to have to force the United States to play the most disciplined brand of basketball possible. I don't know how many teams there are that can do that. I mean, I think Spain is a team that can do that, but when the United States shoots 65% from three, they're not going to lose. Yeah, they shot that thing well. Uh, it's just, you know, and I think that that might be the angle there where if you said if the United States did fall, that would be probably the reason because they didn't shoot the ball as well. But, yeah, I mean, when they're out in transition in the open, I mean, you had Austin Reeves in the corner making a big three. Like, you just pick. I mean, mm-hmm. go up and down the roster. Somebody was making a big shot or coming up with a big play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I they are the favorite for a reason. I mean, they have the most talent, they have the most size, they have the most athleticism. But, you know, once we get into these, uh, you know, into these real games that matter, the intensity will ratchet up, and it will be a different level of physicality uh, for, for everybody. So, I just have this fear that Brandon Ingram is going to cost us. Is that with your, some ill-advised shot. Hey, in the gold medal game against Germany, that's crazy. Just be careful about him. I, I'm just not sure about his willingness to play within the system. He hit a – I want to say he, he hit a he three. Had, he had 11 points. I'm not going to sit up here and dog him. He's yeah. Just I worry about him. No, I, I'm with you on him. Like, he seems like the, the weakest part of it, in my view. The rest of it fits so well. Right. I mean, and, I, and he can fit in. Yes. And yes. When, when they're doing that, they're going to they're win the gold. But yeah, I mean, this is really just a uh, this is training wheels for future Olympians, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Ann Edwards. I mean, that's what it feels like. Well, to that me. and I love it for Santi, and particularly for the Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, you're because getting look at the level stuff. of competition you're playing. I mean, we talk about summer league and what can we see out of it. Look at the level of competition that Santi's oh, going yeah. against here, yeah. playing big minutes. You know, and in, in, in a key role for them, quite frankly. And so I love it for him and his growth and potential development with the Grizzlies. Yeah, hopefully very- it leads to another step for him. This season with the group. Very impressive Confidence. weekend for the United States. Uh, it's just funny, just as, a, as an aside, how good, like you would think, you know, the books would not have a, have a you know, have a jump out on the, these, these games because they're just international friendlies, right? And mm-hmm. they're sort of rosters that kind of have never played together for the most part, especially the United States. The United States was a 30 and a half point favorite against Slovenia. Slovenia. They lost, but they, they won by 30. So they, they didn't cover by the hook. And then they were nine and a half point favorites against Spain. They won by ten. So both games were decided by the hook in terms of the against the spread number. Uh, it's just amazing, you know how how sharp, sharp they are it's on international friendly basketball. Man. So before we move on, real quick, they got two more exhibition games against Greece, which we don't care about because Giannis, no Giannis won't be playing. But then what about your German team? 
in terms of tests before this thing, Huge these tests. are the people you wanted to face. And when's Germany the German? When's good. that? That's, that's like the twenty. I leave Spain for Abu Dhabi in two more weeks. I don't have the I don't have the dates. I think it'd be like, like the week of the twentieth. Greece 20th, and Germany. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, look, it's. I mean, you're right. The two teams that I honestly feel like will give the United States the most trouble are Spain and Germany because Canada is going to play the same style, and the United we States is going to do that better. You, you touched on and made a point of, you know, Germany knocked off Canada. That's right. And then Canada beat them again. They, they were playing, like, some Super Cup thing that they resumed uh, from, like, earlier in the year, and Canada beat them in overtime uh, yesterday. But in, the, in a FIBA World Cup-type setting, it's going to be those European teams that run back, that pin downs, a lot of screen action, a lot of having to fight through constantly, drain the shot clock, just be disciplined. So the same teams and something else? Yeah. Explain was, that to me. I don't even know what it was. I missed that. It That's... was like a super, like, because somebody told me Germany and Canada are playing again. I'm like, they just played. Right. And it was like a it was like a resumption of a Super Cup tournament that was separate of FIBA. I, I don't know that result. I got you. I that? don't know who played for so Germany and who don't and who didn't. And same for Canada, but Canada did win it in overtime. Um, huh. But I love international basketball. I think it's a great barometer. It's a great way for you know these guys, Jaron and and uh, and like you said, Santi, to get out and you know, I mean, own their craft and 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 play meaningful competitive basketball in August. I mean. That's a that's a lug. It's like going on a foreign trip for the, for a college basketball team. You know, it's it could be very valuable down the line. Just that experience. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. I mean, the United States is a favorite for a reason. It's going to take a, a, another worldly performance to knock them off when they're locked in, and uh, that's a tall that's a tall order. All right, Lucas Glover, who of course is the winner of the FedEx yeah. St. Jude Championship yesterday in dramatic fashion, went to a playoff with uh, Patrick Cantlay. Lucas Glover will be a household name. Is that cap or no cap? Uh, I like his story. Uh, I'm more informed on it coming in here, thanks to you. Uh, but I'm going to go that that is a cap. Wow. I believe it, Luke. Because, Luke. I mean, don't we see golfers all the time have, you know, put back-to-back and sometimes, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, hot weeks together. I, I'd love for this to continue to be true. But remember, we're, we're talking about, you know, two two weeks ago, he wouldn't have been in even in the mix or in contention for this because of where he ranked in the world. And so, I, listen, I'd love for the story to go on, um, but no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go here, not rooting against him, but that this is a this is a hot streak that's made him right. four million bucks over the, over the. I mean, it's insane. Got three point six for this one. I thought I, 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 I'm I not think sure he's what made he, what, more in the in the last two weeks than he had in his entire golf. It's career unbelievable. Prior. Whatever it's, it is, it's millions. I mean, and it's, it's insane. A, a, a incredible job by him this weekend. And some of the like I was I was locked into the to the final round. Some of the putts that he made were just ice. I mean, seriously, like you just I, I mean, even the bogey when he went in the water. I, I want to say it was on uh, it was on 15 or 16. I can't remember exactly which one, but he but he went to the water and the idea that he as the leader, he found a way to bogey that and only lose one stroke was pretty freaking remarkable. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. 30-foot putt, man, mm-hmm. I mean, for bogey, which was I, I, which was the difference. It does not go to a playoff if he does not make that putt. Uh, he was ice cold with the putter uh, all tournament Had long. Had been 117 in the world before back-to-back. No, it's insane. Turning wins. He's the, uh, he is the third oldest so. back-to-back winner in the history of the PGA Tour. Uh, VJ Singh was 45 and 08 when he did it, and then Hale Irwin was 45 in 1990 when he did it. Um, Second lowest ranked player to win in back to back starts in the past decade, just to the point about, you know, will this go on? Do you become a household name? Yes. He, he came essentially from out of nowhere the last two weeks. 
And so hopefully the hot streak continues for him, but I, I don't anticipate him becoming a household It player. was uh, 14, by the way. Calkins informs me it was 14 when he hit the water. He went from, I don't remember exactly what he was. He was much lower in the FedEx Cup. Now he's number three. I mean, it's just crazy how his life has transformed uh, overnight, and uh, I, I, I respect it. I respect it. He had a mean case of swamp ass. But, see, that is the Memphis golf experience. You know, like he leaned into it. He didn't try to hide it. It is what it is. And he got it done, Jason. I mean, I think that's he was putting his hands in the ice there. That was sort of his signature. He was putting his hands in the ice mm-hmm. in the cooler. Um, he knew what was up. And I was even telling my friend, like, I don't, I don't know who the commentators were, but and as you know, like I'm just, I'm a, I'm a golf savant. They were, they were saying it was an advantage uh, to go first, to go first in the playoff. And I was saying to my friend, Patrick Cantlay's been in the, in the AC in the clubhouse for the last hour. Like he's been like he's been out of the heat, he's been out of the humidity, like he's been totally like chilling. Mm-hmm. Like Luke has been grinding. He's been in that heat the whole time. He's a grinder. So I I, I liked him when the playoffs started. Then of course Cantley immediately hits the water and Lucas just does what he does, man. He just he's solid and consistent and got it done this it, weekend. It's really five million over the past two weeks. Uh he had Crazy. made he had made three point six 3.6 with the uh, with yeah. the purse over the weekend and 4.97 over the past two weeks. And more importantly, 2,000 FedEx Cup points. He's jumped up to four. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. No, he's, he's going to be a household that's name. That's a great story. It, it seems like he's going to be on the Ryder Cup. It seems like the, the U.S., he will now be a part of he's the U.S. Hot, team. Man. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's very possible that. You're saying he will be a household name? No, I'm not saying he's going to be oh, a household okay. I name. I thought you were but, going. I mean, it's okay. a little late for that, but. I, I love the story, though. I mean, like, it should be – I mean, you're 47 years old. I mean, this should be hope for you that, oh, man, like, I can be in my 40s. Everybody's written me off. No. And look at look at the two weeks I've had. You could have a, a just as an extraordinary two weeks as he has at your age. That well, should be the lesson. My thing's about staying power and longevity. We'll see if he can last. So for those who don't know, uh, Lucas Glover – that, yeah, you're, when are you going to tell the part of the story that you told me? Well, so there was uh, an incident. The adversity he's gotten. Through. About five years ago. Because, again, Lucas Glover was not a winner. Like, he was on the PJ Tour, but he was not, uh, you know, a, a, a big winner or anything like that. And there was an incident, and I want to say it was 2018, where there was a domestic incident at his house. The police were called. Uh, his wife had been drinking. And he explained to the police that uh, sh- every time – he would miss a cut, or at least at least in this incident, he missed the the cut on Saturday in a PGA event he was playing, and he came home and and she just called him a loser because he, you know, didn't win. Did you know that story, bro? Yeah, it's uh, it was it was not uh, it was, now, now this yeah. woman now they're still together. He embraced that her. Was my first question yeah. to you? Yeah, they're still together. Correct. Yes. Now was she? What is that? What you would call tough love? No, I think that's is that a no, supportive that's, spouse? That's is mean. that a supportive that's very wife? No. How did he last through that? I don't know. You're losing. You're right. already upset. Yes. And she's adding to it. Yes. By calling you a loser. Very mean. How did you and lo- evil? Really, I would have. I would have. You know, it would have been the end. What for would me. you have done? That's it. You're not going to sit here and berate me. I mean, I'm. I'm the reason. You're the why. one on tour, right? I'm the reason for the season. So no, no, that's Jesus. Well, I'm just saying in this in this. I'm, well, I'm, Jesus is the reason for everything. We even <laughs> the fact that we have golf tournaments. Yes, but if, but, but, but in this setting, know, it's not just Christmas. And then in this home, you know, I'm the reason. Yeah, I just was careful, careful. So that's what yeah, I would have told her ass. But he stuck with her, and I mean, I'm oh, she's that's, loving. That, that is the part of the story. See, I, now I think, he needs to cut her ass today. He needs to say, "Who's the loser now?" Divorce. How did he fight through that? I don't know. 
Maybe I'm like maybe, you, maybe, I would have certainly thought about she, putting uh, her loose put if you're down not going to support me. Got, maybe got, he looked at it as she has an issue. Right. It's more about the you know right. the devil in the bottle. That's right. So maybe that happened, and then I. That's actually I'm glad you made that point. But so that's, that's the I only mean, way you though. fought through. You're you still cannot together. exhibit the same pattern of behavior and bro. If she to, goes back to that, oh yeah, it's going to be tough, especially now that I'm a winner, as you said. Yeah, I wish I wish he would have got up on the mic and said, you know, something to his wife and to my, you know, I would that's what I would have done probably. But but no, man, I that's tough. I love his story, man. He's a forty something year old had to get over in his own grinded. home. I love that. That's a Memphis tournament winner right there. You know what I mean? Like a guy that's been doing it forever, that never got his shine, that just gr- quietly, silently grinded his way through the whole tournament, basically led after every round, and uh, you know got the job done on Sunday in dramatic fashion. I mean, I'm some of those putts he made seriously were just, and I, and I know next to nothing about golf. I was like, good grief. 30-footers for Bogey Ice to man. save his life? Iceman. Yeah, man. Uh, Good for him. Household name, probably not, but he gained my respect. Salute. I will root for Lucas Glover. Well, you can cook him a respect burger. In, uh, in, in future tournaments, no question. Uh, no question about that. So congratulations to Lucas Glover. Okay, the Titans are cooked. Cap or no cap? <laughs> Old Bears got him this weekend, didn't they? Got him good. I'll tell you what. I'm giddy about fields, but we're going to set that to the side. Let's talk about Titans. The fact that you gave up eight sacks through two picks against what I'm telling you is going to be a bad defense this year. Not a good sign. I know John pointed out you marched early on the Bears. Well, you should have been marching the entire time. And, and look, you got essentially what's two still rookie QBs out there with Malik and Will Levis. And one of them's got to go, clearly. You can't have Will Levis he just looking over his shoulder. So I imagine I think Jeffrey Wright's right that you got you like yeah you got Malik out there. You're featuring him because you're probably hoping to, to trade him uh, at some point. But here's my point: Malik's holding on to the ball. He doesn't want to throw it. You know Levis. You would expect first one gonna be a little shake. Both of them threw picks. Neither one of them looked like the, a, a future face of the franchise. And and I think what what I'm not gonna sit up here and say the jury's in on these guys. Or, or Will Levis, more importantly, because I think Malik's days with Tennessee are done. But the fact that you didn't look a little better against what what I'm I'm expecting to be a bad Bears defense, uh, not a good sign. In terms of whether you whether one of those two guys, and let's be real, the investment now is in Levis. That's the guy you just took. Right. Whether one of these two guys is the future, not a good first step. Yeah, no. Uh, Malik's days are number, right? Malik what? Willis, what? What are you, his days are numbered? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. gonna, you're not gonna keep those two guys together behind Tannehill because you can't have Levis looking over his shoulder. No doubt. You, you have to say that one of them, right? Yes. And so one of them's out the door. It's not gonna be Levis. You're well, not gonna yeah, just yeah, draft I mean, him and trade him because you, you probably feel so, like you kind of got your answer on Malik because you started Josh Dobbs in the most important game of the season last year. Right. I mean, I think that was sort of the end. And then, and then, yeah, he, uh, he wasn't ready. And then they. You know, Draft Levis. So there I are mean, some systems where you can throw a rookie guy in there, Brock Purdy, and there are some that aren't. And Malik wasn't ready last year, to your point. And so uh, my point of that is, there's no real need for us to break down Malik's possible future with the tight. It's Will Levis, or all right, and will he be ready? Yeah, well, you know, once you're done with Tannehill, yeah, or will you need to keep Tannehill on a short term? You know, and then go. You know, hope that you got to go find another guy because Will Levis ain't it. It's early. We'll see. But right. we'll end up backing him up. And well, look, I mean, I w- think what eventually happens is what I told you. They'll, Tannehill will be decent enough yes. that you'll keep him around. 
on a short term. Yeah, I mean, you feel like Levis is ready because I don't think he'll be ready next year. Yeah, I mean, the Titans are are whatever they're going to be is what they are now, right? They they their core of Tannehill, Henry, added Hopkins. This is it in the in the defense, right? Like, however long that lasts, whether it's this year and next or just this year, like this is going to be the end for probably a, a, a while if, you know, unless, if and unless one of these guys on the roster turns out to be a really good quarterback. I mean, it's really that simple because Henry, we know, is at the end. So he's going to be gone. Tannehill, you may sign him to a one-year. You may franchise him, you know, just because you have to because the other guys aren't ready. So, Or you could do, a you know, a different free agent stopgap. But how often does that actually work? It doesn't. You know, it just, it really does, especially when you don't have something that you're pointing to definitively in the mm-hmm. future. Like, he's grooming this guy. He's helping us. No. Um, so, but, but you know, 95% of franchises are going to be in that boat someday, right? Yeah. You know, you don't have a quarterback answer. You don't have a solution. Um, and you're going to be trying to f- find it and figure it out. So, I don't think the Titans are uh, unique in that way. But it's going to hurt. And especially when you look up in that division and you see Jacksonville with one, I mean, I think that's the that's the problem. It's like you look up and you start to feel a little bit like the Raiders looking up at Justin Herbert and and Patrick Mahomes and you know I would say Russell Wilson, but we all watched that game on Friday night. Can't say Russell Wilson anymore, but can say Herbert like it, and. Yeah. Uh, that that was not a good sign for the. For I'm the worried, Broncos. bro. I'm worried about him. Yeah, I was really high on them in the offseason, but yeah. I've come down. That dude looks like he's just. Uh, I don't know. Somebody you, reset his settings. I don't know settings. if you can change him. Like I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't, uh, they they like changed his sliders or something. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I think they are they are. Again, they, Levis might look a lot better next he week, could. But, he, but he needs to. He could. He could. You know? But but for now, the 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 prognosis for the Titans is not great. But every franchise eventually reaches that point. I mean, they were the one seed a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, they ran into you know Joe Burrow and them, um, and and they got some I would say good years. I mean, they won the division a ton. I mean, they didn't win a Super Bowl. They didn't get to a Super Bowl. But you know, there's no there's never any guarantees of that. I think they probably maximized what they had with you know. I mean, it was like the Titans roster was let's it's not like. Sit here and like flage about it. It was never talented. You had Henry, eventually he was running over everybody. But outside of that, like you never had. You know, it felt like great weapons offensively on the perimeter. You were making the most out of what you had. Got a you know, and one seat out of it. Um, did they get to a championship game? Mm-mm. I don't think they did. They didn't ever get to an AFC championship game. But you won your division a ton, and that's fun. You know, I mean, I would. I wish that. I. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it feels like to win my division. It's been twenty-one years. I think since that has happened. Again, you love saying it's over. You know, Tannehill, go have a good year with a DeAndre Hopkins who's got something to prove. You'll be right there in the mix, we think. Yes. Again, I would still this give the season. edge to the this Jaguars. Season, yes. Yeah. But what my point is, you go short term or whatever you decide to do with Tannehill, because obviously Will Will Levis ain't gonna be ready. And you keep your window open. That's all it's about. You're right. But ultimately, Henry is the issue there though, because he's gonna his mileage is gonna be is, is gonna be stacking up. So okay, will he be as effective? You that, know? That, the, until I see signs of decline that's from fair. him, that's because fair. we have not seen them really. That's fair. Then, then I'm all I'm willing to say is you can keep the window open. Yes. You, Ultimately, you're right. I don't believe the quarterback of the future is on the on the roster, and the unfortunate part, uh, for, part for them is because they've spent high picks. I realize you get Levis in the second round, but still, 
And that's the issue for them if you don't have the next guy right. already there because ideally that's what you'd like to have. Yes. A situation where Tannehill can pass it off, you can move on from Tannehill. Yes. I don't I'm again, one game, but I I already I told you at the draft, had my doubts in Levis. He looks the part, doesn't take care of the ball. Exactly. Uh all right, we're gonna we're gonna revisit the rookie quarterbacks here in just a minute. But uh James Harden only went at Daryl Morey because he was in China. That cap or no cap? Well, that's an easy one because Maury's – you'd think it's an easy one because Maury's hated in China, obviously, with his past comments. We know. And how Hong much, Kong, right? Hong, yeah, and how much trouble it got the NBA yeah. in. I mean, literal financial trouble. They, yeah. cut, they cut you off for a minute. Yeah. Uh, cut your games off and everything else, the money and everything else. We know how much the NBA leans on China. Um, but he sounds serious. I just – you know, when you lay this out there – it's, it, it can't just be for the, the the Chinese folks that you're in front of. It James Harden was it was in China. It, it can't because you come. You said you're not going to play for him. That the fact you throw out the word liar. Yep. And that you'll never play for a, a, a team he's you know in charge of. Well, you got to come back here and answer for that. And so what are you going to do? I just you're never going to win anything with James Harden. That Maury's the guy who built everything around him in Houston, man. And tried and tried and tried. Probably the one of the last few guys on this planet that believes in you still in terms of your ability to contribute to a championship outfit. And now you turn around and call him a liar. And maybe maybe he is. Maybe, maybe you know, it it's you know comes down to it with the words and whatever he said to James Harden face to face and on the phone. But come on, man. I mean, this dude's had your back, try to build teams around you, and now uh, you uh, he's traded himself out of every situation, John. Yep. And so who's going to ever look at James Harden and say, okay, that's the final piece, especially with what we've seen on the floor where last year, yes, he saves you when Embiid's out, but what happens in the clutch? No, he, he ain't there he for disappeared. you. He doesn't show up for He was actually he was, he so, was historically off. He, he's, he's going to go down in history as the ultimate malcontent. Yes, he The is. ultimate guy who was never happy and you could never win big with. And yeah. Rory was one of the few that still had his back. Look, the, problem with James like Harden, the problem with James Harden is that he, his, it's his price tag. That's the problem with James Harden. I like J- sign me up with James Harden as the third highest paid player on my team. Well, he's not doing it. He he hadn't come down enough on the, you know, in terms of ego to do that. But but he anytime, that's who he is. Soon. That's who he is on a, like on a good team. No, I'm, I'm with, that's probably the reality in terms of where yeah. he is in his career. But he hadn't accepted that yet. Yeah, he has not, and that's why yeah, when he got back in control want, last year is when he absolutely. Oh yeah, he, he's uh, like I love this and oh, beat out. First option, this is yeah. Houston right here. No, exactly. You put him right. back in there, and you saw what happened. Look, after he, what was a solid regular season, well, he can be that. He can be that, but not on a good team. So that's the thing he's got to come to grips with. Is it, 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 this honestly for his entire career? I mean, think about the team that he was most successful on was that Oklahoma City Thunder team where he was the sixth man, mm-hmm. right? So that's not a coincidence. I mean, yeah. If you give James Harden the ball, he'll get you some points. He'll put up volume, but he'll do it in a you know twelve point loss because he doesn't play defense, uh, and uh, and he's just he's just not a he's not a winning player as the first option. It's just the facts. We 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 now have so much data on James Harden, you know. It's like th- there's no arguing that fact anymore. But at the same time, what's he gonna do? Hold out? Well, if there are not teams go? that are willing to pay him to be, you know. That's already been on the table. They've looked. Nobody nobody wants to take him. Yeah. The team that just told yeah. Woj we're keeping him, we're going into training games. Somebody will trade for James Harden. Some because like he he's still gonna sell tickets. You know? 
I mean, some, some. I don't know who it'll be. But first off, you're, you're going to have to work out a, a a sign and trade or something to where you get some kind of. You're not just going to trade for him for the the final year he's got left on this deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume I that's I true. Know. Yeah, you don't want to just lose him for free for nothing. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I somebody will will pick him up. I just don't know. Um, you know, again, I, if 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 you told me he went somewhere, he just had this epiphany. He's like, I'm going to be third highest paid player on a team because I really want to win a championship and and I'm going to settle for that role and I'm going to come in and I'm going to be a secondary ball handler, the, a the, secondary scorer. Bro, that team would be the favorite for the for the championship. Well, the problem is the kinds of players it would take for him to be willing to defer like that. James Harden's not at that point. There's like career. one team, and it's LeBron. It's the Lakers. If you had AD and LeBron, he'd be willing yeah, to be third field. Exactly. Long. Yep. There is nowhere That's else. That's the issue. Yeah, because and everybody I'm telling else you right now, even or... LeBron can look at, at James Harden and say, "That's bad news. I'm not doing that." Look no at doubt. everything in Brooklyn, everything else. Yeah. Trading himself out of Houston. Yes. Didn't want to be there. No, it's true. I don't. Maury had built a thing around you. I can't argue it. I mean, again, that's the only that's the only best set of circumstances with, with, I would ever want to have him on. The you know? best chances with Paul that year. Paul got hurt. Right, exactly. Game and it's time. over yeah. for him being a part of a championship contender. It feels like to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it is. It was a malcontent. It's absolutely right. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't want him in my locker room. If yeah. I'm anything close to a championship, I wouldn't want him in my locker room. Yeah, I don't know what he the, doesn't put you over the, the history between he and Daryl Morey is. Well, I don't it's know. about it's about the long term contract. The history yeah. was always good. Yeah, he loved him and he had him in Houston, like right. I told you. And now all of a sudden, it's it, about the this long term contract that he expected from right, Morey because that hasn't. I mean, come. He's not going to commit to that That's because why he, he knows we all know the score. I mean, look, I thought James Harden was his, his at his most serious last year in terms of like in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, not trying to, um, you know, just hit the strip club every other night. Not just not, you well, know. He accepted more of a role. He wanted which to was win. behind him being yeah. behind an MVP. Yeah, and there were times, not in the playoffs. It stems but there from were over times. the lack of a long-term, maximum-level contract offer is where the liar stuff is coming. Exactly, but uh, but uh, but Daryl Morey is he sees he sees the same things we see, which are well, he's had to admit it to himself. I'm sure. Fifteen years because he believed in this dude and building around him of of data on him. Why are we going to sit here and pretend like it's going to be different in the next? And the, by the way, the back, you know, half, the last, you know, arguably three years of Harden's career probably only gets worse. He gets worse. You know, you can't, you just can't. It's just, it's a suicidal move for a franchise that's trying to win a championship with Embiid. Um, so, I, I mean, I look, it's a tough spot. But, uh, I mean, I, again, there's a bad team, Jason, that's willing to trade for James Harden, I think. I don't. Not even to sell tickets. Like the Bulls. Again, James Harden going to re-up with a bad team? You're not making that deal unless you right. you're going to have him for a few years. Have him in as a right. one-year rental don't make any sense Well, even world. Houston doesn't Even for want a bad him. team. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they're, they're going young. They don't want anybody in there, you know, you don't need to do that. Exactly. It'd be the wrong move for them. I don't know. I, it's a good question. I don't know what the uh, what the answer is there because you have to find well, him. And he's laid it out. If he's got, I mean, you're, if you got any credibility well, go left, you're going to you're gonna stick to this. If you got any, if you a man of your word at this point, yeah, where everybody knows you trade yourself out of every situation. You exactly. say you're not going to play for him. Exactly. Ever. Look, and, the, and these are these Let's are where you, you know the line. Per, the, the way that you carry yourself as a it, professional. These, this is where it comes in. MB got to be tired of this. Oh yes. yeah, come on. Yeah, he because like. What are we, we going to do here? He just went through this with Ben Simmons they, they two years would, they ago. They would be so better off just focusing on Maxi, making him the perimeter guy, the feature guy, moving on even with the guy with Tobias. You're so better built without, yeah, I mean, trying, you to, have, without trying to work him in, right. particularly with that contract. Yeah, you've got Melton, you've got uh, Maxi, Embiid, Harris, uh, PJ. 
You know, I mean, you that, still you have stop mentioning him. Oh, bro, he is his, gonna, his role will be oh, even his bigger. effectiveness waned last year. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. He willed them to a playoff win, dude. He is only what one? What is he? Forty two? He might be. I mean, how many times do I have to remind you though? When he 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 basically grabbed Embiid by the jersey and said, "This is this is not how you win in the playoffs, man." That he, man can shave at five a.m. and got a whole beard at six a.m. PJ Tucker is uh, like how Lucas do you grow Glover. hair that fast? He's like, like a, he's like an old grinder, you know. But not on his head. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I I imagine it's hard for you know uh, a team to coexist that has PJ and James Harden on it. Those two guys kind of seem like they clash. Oh, so. Maury's in a pickle because the guy that he used to back all the times now stabbed the knife in his back. That's right. And Maury's right not to give him a long term deal. He's had to admit it to himself. In a true road game too in China, it's a tough one. Remember that we've made we've made Daryl Morey like a we vilified him. He only spoke on their human rights record. Like let's be real, he spoke the truth. Oh, for sure. But he was vilified by the NBA, right? Because the NBA, you know, depends the only, on China. the only mistake he's made is ever thinking you could build a championship around James Harden. That's the only mistake Daryl Morey's ever made. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we'll see if he has any response to this. He's right here not to not to do the long term. And you really shouldn't do it now if the man stabbed you publicly. Yeah. All right, last thing uh, here in Cap or No Cap. It's going to be a long season for the rookie QBs in the NFL. Is that Cap or No Cap? Uh, that is no cap. Did you see what happened to Bryce Young against the Jets? Yeah. I can't get over how hard they were hitting him. Folks acted like he had Newton across his back. That's looked like the way they used to be so vicious with Cam. Those Jets linemen, I need to see the hard knocks when they're talking about getting after the little man. Just telling you last week, he is so tiny in the pads. Did you see the shot to the back he took? Man, I mean, it's that's going to be the fact that yeah. he was able to get up. This is a guy who was already banged up, you know, when we last saw him in Alabama and playing through it with heart. But I, you tell me, my my, that I've never felt stronger about a take. I, I'm rooting for him, but that kid's not going to last 17 games. There's no way he can hold up to the violence that is the NFL. Going to be tough. Too tiny. I, th- I think that would be an underdog for sure. And it looks like they're all trying to kill him. Yeah. No, I, I mean, like, I th- like yeah. bro, it's preseason, but them Jets linemen were after him. Yep. Yep. So that's that's a that's a big Ooh. issue is that you have you have offensive line issues with a lot of Ooh. a lot of these rookie quarterbacks too. I mean, Anthony Richardson threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen uh, in that game against the Bills. Well, he w- he d- he went a different angle on it. He's weird to watch because he's can do. He's got some Mahomes in him with all the arm angles. He had a, he made dime a foolish that one dis- dude drop. Yes, yes, he did. That, that's what I said. There are good throws. Yeah. in what he did. It's, that, it's gonna the be a roller coaster was a mistake. It's gonna be a roller. It's gonna but be it's like weird you know, how much he can do Mahomes like things. He's a he's a freak. He's two hundred fifty pounds. I mean, he's gonna you know be used as a runner. Don't know if it, okay, is he gonna exactly. study? Is exactly. he gonna be on the iPad? Is this yep. how much does it mean to him? Does he exactly. want to be great? That's what's going to matter more with him because, dude, physically, yep. he can do a lot of things. Stroud looked bad. Uh, Richardson, I would say, probably looked the best. I mean, he did have a touchdown, did have a pick, but he really should have had two touchdowns. One was dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So he put it right there too. Yeah. So nice I mean, deep I, ball. I guess, I guess Richardson, I would give the edge to. Although I think his situation is probably the best of the of the group too because he's got a good defense. Well, what happens with Jonathan though? Well, yeah, I guess I don't. It'd be better if you had him. He's certainly. probably not coming back, but um, I mean, I think he does at least have a bit of a more established offensive line there. So I watch. Remember, we got Carolina's first rounder. 
Yeah. And I watched that after him getting beat up. I yeah. told my dad, you know, that could end up being a higher oh, pick. It will. Think. It will be. Yeah. There ain't no doubt about it. Anyway, um, that was the weekend in the NFL. Respect Burgers at 1 o'clock. Jason Fitz going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn to fan? ESPN. Uh, you heard it. Football season's quickly approaching. Couldn't be more excited. And FanDuel's giving you the chance to win all season long. So get even more excited. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. You hear that? Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory during the season. That's going to go all season long, and you can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, whatever you want to do. So visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. That's your code. And start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash J-S-M-I-T-H. Very easy. And, again, this is one uh, that gets you paid all year long. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner, of course, of 929FM. ESPN must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as now withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Max bonus $15 unless specified otherwise. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Michael Jenkins helping you beat the hooks with BetQL. The Angels' desperate playoff hopes turn towards Texas tonight as L.A. opens up a series with the Rangers. L.A. is just 3-7 and seven in their last 10, and their playoff hopes are fading fast, while Texas continues to lead the AL West. While both teams are over 500 on the season, when it comes to hitting the over, tonight the BetQL model is on the other side. Today's BetQL best bet is to grab the under between L.A. and Texas. I'm Michael Jenkins. Bet smarter and beat the book with BetQL. Well, and download the MGM app today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Yeah. Stop me going up like a crescendo. A bunch of 
Are you moving? Well, if so, call my friends at Blacktop Movement for all your moving needs. If you're relocating home office, cross town, cross country, give my friends at Blacktop a call. 316-6196. That's the number. Remember it. Call them. Set it up. Black ties change moving in the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving things that matter to you, pieces of your life. Black tie gets it. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. They show up when they say they're going to show up. They don't go over budget. They are the best in town. Call them. 316-6196 is the phone number. Book your move now because it books up fast. Moving season is here. Black Tie wants to take the tour of moving your things out of your hands. Make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving. Change your moving in the city of Memphis. Call to day do you remember the blind side the movie of course the story i mean when they covered michael orr when he was in high school of course i remember the story well we do have a development on this uh story retired nfl star michael orr this is according to espn um petitioned a shelby county tennessee probate court um and a petition that was filed uh, with allegations that a central element of that story was a lie concocted by the Tui family to enrich themselves at his expense. Now, this is what he is saying in this petition. Uh, he is saying that they never, in fact, adopted him. Um, and instead, less than three months after Michael Ower turned 18 in 2004, the petition says, the couple tricked him into signing a document making them his conservators, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. It, the petition further alleges that the two has used their power as conservators to strike the deal that paid them and their two birth children oh millions of dollars in royalties from an Oscar-winning film that earned more than $300 million, while Ower got nothing for a story that would not have existed without him. Um... In the years since, the Tuies have since continued calling this 37-year-old Ower their adopted son and have used that assertion to promote their foundation as well as Leanne Tuies' work as an author and motivational speaker. Um, the lie, This is a quote from uh, the legal filing. Quote, the lie of Michael's adoption is one upon which co-conservators Leanne Tuie and Sean Tuie have enriched themselves at the expense of their ward, the un- the undersigned Michael Orr. Michael Orr discovered this lie to his chagrin and embarrassment in February 2023 when he learned that the conservatorship to which he consented on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the Tui family, in fact, provided him no familial relationship with the Tui. So that's kind of like legal. But, uh, but yeah, uh, basically Michael Orr is saying in a legal document, in a legal filing, that it was all a lie that uh, he was not adopted, that the entire movie mm. and book and all of that was just a facade for the Tuies to make money off of Michael Orr's name. Wow. I don't know, like, what it's the, just, like, uh, wisdom that, that, is. I don't, I don't know that there's yeah, a like, great wisdom to... to uh, um, because we only have this, you know, sort of one side, right? I mean, we only have Michael's side. We don't know. The Tuies did not respond to a... Uh, they did not respond to phone calls on 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 Monday earlier today. <clears throat> just seems like we would have been here earlier. <laughs> is my initial that we that we should have been here earlier, you know, because the movie made a ton and was crazy, and you know, you didn't have the the accusations then. Again, I don't I don't know enough about their situation at home and everything else in terms of. Not, I mean, you're talking about lawyers and what was signed and conservatorships and all that to to be able to 
weigh in on one side or the other and, and just completely believe Michael Orr here. Like you said, it's just one side because, again, you, you guys looked awfully happy at Ole Miss. You looked – I mean, there have been pictures since. What are we talking about? Didn't didn't they go to NFL games that he was at, including Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. They might seen he, pictures he, of all of them together? He wrote in 2011 that they in, – in his, in his uh, first book – that they explained to me that it means pretty much the ex- the exact same thing as adoptive parents, meaning an adoption and conservatorship, but that the laws were just written in a way that took my age into account. So he wrote this in 2011. So it, it was, the whole thing was uh, under the conservatorship from the beginning, which I did not know. I don't. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I did not know that. The only thing I remember about, like, I remember the Britney Spears thing and how controversial that was, and how he, he she was kept from her money. But I'm saying, haven't we always thought that they were on one accord at least? Yeah. The, oh, for sure. For, for all the, you know, all they the way They were at the draft now. and everything like that. Well, yeah, I through mean, that yeah. and on into his NFL career. What are we, didn't we, wasn't he on two Super Bowl teams? Mm-hmm. I, I believe it. And, and weren't there, so, so I'm surprised that, you know, we're here now all these years later that we didn't see or hear accusations earlier. Uh, and particularly it, it, because this, right. the relationship, it appeared stayed strong all the way till his, through his NFL career. Right. And so th- th- my, that's my initial is like, why now? Why now, ch- you know, choose to, to when it looked like you guys were hugged up pretty good the entire way? Again, that's just on the outside looking in. This is what, you know, somebody who you – know, and, and, and I knew Michael Orr obviously covered him, but we, we were never privy to what the situation was in terms of, okay, is he, is he naturally adopted? Is it a conservatorship? In fact, the word conservatorship was never spoken. Nor was it in the movie, right? And and I oh, realized no, the movie no, took a not. whole the movie took a whole bunch of liberties in terms of changing I'm the story sure, quite a bit. Absolutely. But back to point, even there, I, I've never heard the word conservatorship mentioned. Agreed. As you said, when it comes to Michael Orr, and so it's it's my my first thought is, wow, the timing of this weird that it's coming out now. When yes. I when I thought you know everybody was pretty hugged up for for most of this in terms of both sides here. Or no, you're right. Um, it sounds like. I mean, the, the whole but thing is about But perhaps they had mis- misled him right. for, so, for, for, for a long time. And this well, is, I mean, look. This he, is a, a maybe, rebel. Maybe you, he's you just said, now finding out about the movie deal, right, about how the two e, the children got, according to the legal filing, 225000 plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds while he got nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'd have a problem with that. Um, I, I wonder if at one point he thinks he's getting something. Oh yeah, and comes to find out, you know, while the if deal they've, if they've told you one thing and then you come to find out it's not, I could say that. Well, that would explain a fallout. That would explain the relationship, you know, eroding. I would imagine at some point you get to a point where you're not, you know, you're you're not seeing face to you're not seeing eye to eye with them. So you probably ain't seeing them face to face. I just I wonder when when what part of the timeline where we are in the years where he finds you know finds this out and all of a sudden. You know, they go from you thought a support system to, to the fact that you're willing to take them to to court. Yeah. Um, while the deal, it's unfortunate. It's messy. Sort of I hate through I this now. The deal allowed the two weeks to prop from the film. The petition alleges that a separate 2007 contract, purportedly signed by Orr, appears to give away to 20th Century Fox Studios the life rights to his story without any payment whatsoever. The filing says Orr has no mm. recollection mm. of signing that contract, and even if he did. No one explained its implications to him. Now, as somebody... Well, if they got him on a bad deal, that's as wrong as it gets. As somebody who if you, once upon a time signed their life away to a movie studio for nothing, Again, you, you if must I sympathize. don't sign, I'm not in it. They just cut me out. Well, the only way I was getting in undefeated was, was 
signing that. Now, I didn't, that never occurred to me because we never thought the thing would be anything, John. I'm continuing to explain to you. I know, but I'm just, just saying you couple, can. You it can, was three dudes coming in for a documentary. To, you can talk to Mike And you're Lower thinking and, the thing's never going to take off. Right. Yeah, and so that is, so it, it, it wouldn't have made any sense to well, think about be how like, much, no, you can't talk to the preps writer at the CA. Dude, you were the first voice. And it's you a were, joke. Without you, there is no story. Just like Mike I'm Lower. I'm just blessed to have been in it. And again, that is not Michael Orr's story. That was the story of O.C. O. Brown, Brown and yes. Manassas and Bill Court. I think you should get 2.5% of all net proceeds of the film, but maybe next Now, time. we wrote extensively about Michael Orr, though, in his situation because yeah. obviously he was already a household name in Briarcrest. And I know, I realize that uh, Lucas Glover, he's, is, Lucas Glover's not already a household name. Yes. That was a little from the last segment. I, I saw some pushback on that on Twitter. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you addressed that. I just wanted to say that. Just because he won one major in 2009 does not make, make him, him a household, household name. name. It's just not even close. I because mean, you got to be a name for the for the little guy, for the civilians right. like us. Household name, not like golf fan. Yeah, you guys that are out there, of course not. Yes, yes. I'm talking about outside Southwind. Because uh, that's a different world. You hear what have a hard time grasping. Do you that. hear what they're charging for beer over there? Not clubhouse name. Okay, household name. That's a whole different world when you go into that. Did you hear what a beer costs over there? Thirteen fifty. I mean, is it a big beer? Is it just one of them? What you little, mean? It, there is no. There, there's well, no I mean, more it's discussion a big beer. after it's a big beer. If it's like a, if it's like a big ass beer, like you get on Beale Street, I, I mean, I could justify it. Man, but, if Wolo saying that's too much for a beer, it's too much for a beer. Thirteen fifty though. They, yes, and, and they paying. That's why they're thirteen fifty. And yes, Wolo is a staple well, in this I, town. If he says it's too much for, if Wolo says it's too much for a beer, you better believe it is. I mean, I tell 1350? you, thirteen fifty. No Dude. wonder I can't set food. I, I don't want. Why would what beer what? was not? not that I'm, Thirteen fifty before so Joe I can't Biden imagine took what everything office. Else? Oh, you want to? Bl- I heard you complaining before we came on the show. I thought that was that was Brad. No, inflation it was, was no, real. It was you. You you are saying inflation was real today? No, I, I, no, I now I, you want to bring no. I, just I thought stand I heard on this your, inflation talk today. Maybe on, I'm making you, that well, up. You got to stay because I heard oh, it. I thought from you were talking about beers at Southwind. No, I was talking about inflation earlier. Inflation is real. He wasn't on, I heard it from you. You got to stand on your own too. I, yeah, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say anything about inflation. Yeah. I hear both of y'all in your little corners from the no, office. There's com- no, there's no both Mumbling under your breath. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.